You are listening to Proudly Resents. Oh, reason. I, I can't even hear you. Well. Hi, this is Sammy Wazell. Uh, proudly Resents. The Cult Movie Podcast. The Adam Biggest Men Show. To all you proudly resent listeners out there, just remember, you can't touch that hospitality. I want it's probably resents Adam Spiegelman. I'm here with Chris Gore at that Chris Gore on Twitter, Twitter yeah. and uh, everything else. Oh, eventually we'll be talking about Logan's Run. Right? Yeah, Logan's Run, one of my all-time faves. No, I watched Logan's Run. I was like, where's this a bad movie? Well, I, the, I, there's the things is, we can make fun of and nitpick, but I thought it was a pretty awesome movie. Well, that's that's the thing is is like the, what, what works about that film to me is the acting. The acting, but if you really think about it for more than two seconds, so much of that movie falls apart. Like, for example, you know, when you start to question it. I mean, and let's actually set aside the fact that so much of it looks cheesy. For example, the special effects are kind of cheesy. Like, oh my god, they're the worst. I mean, it's like it's like a great like model kit. It's like great like like I love no model model kits is literally like Matchbox cars going through a a, a tube. Well, I love it because in the same way that I love Godzilla with a man in the suit, it's like I love like that's a toy set I would like to play with. So I look at Logan's Run. It's like okay, that's the little the domed cities. It's like well, it's it's like it's like a train set. It it looks like a Lionel train set when they show. Then a lot of the blue screen effects are very cheap in, in retrospect. Um, the costumes are kind of dumb looking and also it was shot at a mall in Texas which in the night, in, yes it was it was shot at a mall in Texas in the 1970s this futuristic indoor mall of the future and that's that's the setting for Logan's Run is a, is is that, a mall in, in Dallas, Texas is that why there's a Cinnabon? Like, exactly there's a Cinnabon in Logan's Run but but the, the, and and then also if you start to really think about some of this, I mean, no one looks the ages that they're saying in the movie. It makes oh, he's no supposed to be twenty six. He's supposed to be twenty six. And then the other thing is, is that why is it that Jenny Auger's character, you know, Jessica Six, the the, the love yeah, interest, the love interest, um, why does she have a British accent? Did they have British accents in the dome? Did he? But Michael York is. And Michael British. York has a British accent. So, so the, the lead two, is Logan is, is Michael York. Well, yes, the two lead actors have British accents, but his best friend, you know, Francis Seven. Doesn't have a British accent. No. So why? Can you explain to me why in the Dome City that well, Logan is, would somehow acquire and then he'd meet some chick uh, who has a, a, a British accent? No, but let's talk about that because okay, uh, hey, if you live in Boston, you can have that awful Boston accent. Right, no offense, right. but seriously, it's awful. Yeah. And then, or you live in, well, I'm from Jersey, you can't help picking up that accent. You live in a Dome City. Yeah. You're going to pick up whatever accent, whatever disease, whatever quirk everyone else has. You're in a, yeah. literally in a Dome. Right. So, so why, why isn't everyone a British accent or everyone of Jersey accents or where? Yeah. How did yeah, exactly. Do that? How? Yeah, exactly. How, how, how did he get this British accent? The, the other thing is, here's what I do. I mean, there's things that are cheesy that I like about the film. Um, and one of the things is the, there's so much sex in this movie. I saw this movie when I was a kid. Oh, your was, mind must have been blown. It was the first movie my mom let me go see by myself. So mm-hmm. she dropped me off at the theater. I'll just drop you off and I'll pick you up in a couple hours. I saw the movie and there's there's like I mean there's full full nude back Jenny Auger who I was in love with who also gets naked in American Werewolf in London. Additionally, there's like an orgy room where they go through. They have to escape. We're escaping the dome cities through the orgy room where there's like people naked and they're only covered by clouds, but they're fully naked, boning in this orgy room. The other thing is. 
Logan finds Jessica Six by basically using what I would say is the future of the internet. It was the it was the internet. It was the internet. He's like, like match.com. It was like match.com. He's like you know, he's, he's like in tuning. his bedroom, he's like, I'm horny I'm and I'm really like jerking off. Let me and he, yeah, he's got some dial I'm or something. This, yeah, I'm in this horrible moo-moo, and I'm going to dial. He's got like a thing that he's dialing, like like one of those really old TV remotes, yeah, right? Yeah. So he's so he's sitting there dialing, Long and walks. he brings up, he's bringing up like this whole thing, and a guy comes on, and they look at each other like they shrug, like mm, guess we're not gay. <laughs> I'm not that. into dudes. So um, wrong he, number, Charlie. Exactly wrong. Exactly, and of course it's like typical because the internet. What happens is. You could be flirting someone and chat whatever, and it's a dude. Oh. Think about that. It is a dude. So, so that that thing actually happened before the internet was even invented. Logan's Run predicted that dudes would put themselves. Was on the that thing called um, where you can instant chat? Uh, yeah. Roulette. Chat, chat roulette. roulette. Chat roulette. It was like yes. chat roulette. Yes, it yeah. was like chat roulette. So, so suddenly uh, the chat. So the chat roulette. Um, happy. Finally, he brings up Jessica Six. And she's, you know, she's wearing this thing that where she's got no underwear on, and the sides of her outfit are, they're, com- it's completely exposed. I mean, it's so, she's basically wearing this negligee. It's so freaking hot. That's my dream Halloween costume, no, by but the way. You know what that is, is to for actually you? Be, L- Logan, I want to get a chick because I love to do couples costumes. Last year, my girlfriend and I, we were, I was uh, Dexter, and she was a victim. She was, <laughs> oh, she was no. just, she was wrapped in Saran wrap with a cut on her cheek, and I was, I was basically. I was dressed as Dexter when he goes to kill with like the skull cap and the black gloves and I had a knife and she was just wrapped in plastic covered in blood. Right. It was great. It was great because she was basically naked. To, I would love to find a... I would like to convince my girlfriend. Now I have to convince my girlfriend. I've, I've always wanted to find a girl who would be... I'd be Logan and she would be Jessica. Well, you got Saran wrap last year. That's almost like leading up yeah, to Yeah, I know. I think I could just... But we would be it the costume. Hiding. No one would know who we are. No, no one would also, know who we are. Also, it would be really, really distracting. All night, guys would be playing side boob roulette. Side like, roulette. Yeah, but I mean, but I. That's so, why I did the whole movie. I don't know. You were thirteen. I would have. That's the only oh thing God. I would have thought of. I. The thing is, is I. Uh, God, I love Halloween because it brings out every woman's inner slut. I love. There's slutty a, cowboy. There is, the like, slutty. there is a. There's, there's. I mean, every outfit for chicks is a slutty. This a slutty that. There is not a. There's everything is a slutty. Everything. One slutty year, there none. Was, there was a, a slutty nine uh, eleven responder. Oh my God! No, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, but I mean. So in any case, so the, the the sex that runs throughout this movie. I mean, they get naked and they go swimming. So they go skinny dipping. I mean, it's unbelievable the amount of nudity in this. I can't believe that it wasn't until years later that um, this uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom was the film that really because this movie was PG and it had all this nudity. Um, it was PG. Logan's Run was PG, man. Wow. Logan's Run was PG. Well, there was no PG-13 at the time. There so. was no PG-13. It was Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom years later that actually was the film because of the violence in that that actually prompted um, and they didn't want the to MPAA. make it rated R. They didn't want to make it rated R, so the, the compromise was we'll make this movie PG-13, but I can't believe what they got away with in Logan's Run. I mean, maybe because it's played so innocently. Let's establish what Logan's Run's about. Right, right. right. In, in the future, it's about these domed cities in which people live... And 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 live out their lives in in these. In, it's like happy. They're like it's a, like yeah. It, it's sort of total pleasure. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like having it's like uh, college. It's a college yeah, dorm. It's college dorm, but at the age of thirty, 
they're encouraged to participate in an event called Carousel, in which they believe that they will be renewed, and they'll be reborn, and they'll just relive their lives. What they really don't realize is that they're just killing people off to restrict the population within the domes, because the domes can only support a certain amount of life. This sand, the Sandmen go after people who are runners, who run away from, from Carousel. And they don't know who would want to run away. Why would you want to run away? You're going to be reborn as a baby, and you'll be the next version of yourself. Well, well um, low Logan finds out through talking to the computer that no one's been renewed. That's just, we're just trying to keep the population low. But he's told to pose as a runner and then find out where the sanctuary is and then report back and basically destroy it because these runners are going away to sanctuary. Right, and they want to they stop it. So that's the basic plot. And, and, you know, you get killed at 30. On your 30th birthday, you have to. And I actually, like, I have an Etsy account. I know it sounds dumb, but uh, Etsy is like, a cra- I'm like a sort of a craft geek mod nerd. Like, I love to mod things. I've made like... Um, like uh, a cowbell and a tambourine that works with the video game rock band. Uh-huh. I make like I make like stupid stuff. I made a riding crop that like lights up when you smack someone with it. I just I make stupid things and and one of the things oh, I, I think there was a lightning storm in your apartment the other night. Exactly. It was just you guys having sex. That was us. Oh. But I made actually flashing red Logan's Run crystals. So so that you put them in your hand. Is. You put them in your hand and they flash red when you turn on your you That's know awesome. when you're about to go from 29 to 30 they flash red and that means you. But they're oh, green before it. They're green. Green, yeah, they're like white, yellow, green, and then red. Red is sort of your last stage. Um, so representing, I think, about every seven years of life or so. So in any case, um, so, so when it turns flashing red, that means you're 30, you've got to go on carousel. Okay, buys. Bye, friends. Peace out. I'm going to go renew myself. Um, but uh, what's weird is that the book actually is completely different than that. It's written by a guy named William F. William F. Nolan, who um, I interviewed uh, years ago um, when I did an entire issue of Film Threat dedicated to James Dean. I did this um, article about what if James Dean lived, and like he starred as space wizard Obi Wan Kenobi in this failed um, science fiction fantasy movie Star Wars. Um, among other things, like if James Dean lived, you what his James career would have been like. Star Wars? I think he would have. I, th- I think he would have starred in things that he probably wasn't. I mean, like a lot of actors that like they start out great in their career and they start to go off the rails and do. Stuff people are shitting on Marlon Brando. Like, it's not his fault he didn't die at thirty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, but in any case, uh, so I uh, interviewed William F. Nolan. We talked about Logan's Run. The, 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 I read the book. I read the book actually after I'd seen the movie, which really effed me up because I was in elementary school and I'm sitting here reading this book. Logan's Run, which has tons of sex in it, it owes almost nothing to the movie. Someone looked at that and go, well, I'm going to take a couple of the ideas from this. Basically, they kill you when you're 21. Um, You know you're going to die. There's no such thing as carousel. They just kill you. Um, And it basically... The book was written kind of as a response to the youth movement in the 60s. It kind of takes like all the youth riots in the 60s. Um, and basically young people take over all the governments of the world and create a perfect society except because the man, they don't want any old people to be around because that's what sucks is old folks, man. Old people are bad. They're, they're bug, man. So um, they just decide they're all just going to like, hey, it's all downhill after you turn 21 anyways. They just all kill themselves. So it's a totally different, the book is different. There are Sandmen in the book, and it's, but it's, it, they took sort of some of the better ideas. It's actually, kind of, to me, it's an example of um, a good translation. 
um, because I think it actually took some of the core ideas and themes and actually made it work for a movie. I mean, look, we can sit here and complain about Logan's Run. I always feel guilty watching it. It's like that and, and when you asked me to be on the show, I couldn't even decide what to do. There's, I have too many guilty pleasure movies. We, I could talk to you all day about Flash Gordon. But that's um, a good movie. Well, it's a good, bad movie. It's like, uh, it's like To me, it's sort of like cheesy and awesome at the same time. Yeah, it's like, yeah, they make it work. Know, the, it's embarrassing because we watch it for a bad movie club and we're like, Oh, we're enjoying this. Yeah, exactly. It's sort of, yeah, exactly. Like, um, like, uh, uh, you know, like Logan's Run. It's sort of like there, there are flaws in it. If you really examine the story, there's so many flaws. If Logan's Run came out today, people would tear it apart. And anyone that I've recommended it to that's never seen the movie, here's, here's the trick. I'll recommend Logan's Run to someone who's never seen Logan's Run, and then they see the movie, and they're like, eh, the effects sucked, and this, and blah, blah. And it's because, you know, I guess our movie-going language, just as, as an audience, has, is more sophisticated today. We're a more sophisticated audience. Well, they didn't care. It felt like they didn't care that we would care whether or not it was fake. It well, looks so fake when they show the Dome City from above. Right. It does look like a train it, set. It looks cheesy, but also, like, the original Superman looks really bad, some of those uh, effects. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I think all like before Derek CGI. Meddings. Like they, they look like little toys. But even CGI to me just looks like a video game. I, uh-huh. you know, when I see CGI stuff, it's like, that's a very good video game. Well, we're used to, Logan goes into a computer and gets an assignment that he has to find a sanctuary, but he also finds out his dot on his hand is blinking red, yes. that he's going to die, and now he's freaking out. It's yeah. totally believable, yeah. even though the idea is absurd. And yeah, it's totally... He goes through change, too. You know, first he starts off like, okay, maybe I'll go do what this computer says. And of course, like, like all computers in the future, a hot female voice. Yes. Logan, approach, identify. I love it. And then he goes, hello. Yes, he's talking to the hot female computer voice. Hey, Why? Yeah. Well, if you're going to talk to someone, and see, that's another thing they predict. In the future, right. like, if I'm going to have somebody talk to me, I'm going to make it a hot female I'm Albert Brooks, and while visiting New York, Denver, Chicago, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Boston, Detroit, the tri-state area, this city, the Bible Belt, I listen to and enjoy the good sounds of K, the good sounds of W, N, B, C, Q, R, S, T, U, B W A Y Z. Yeah, so we're back. Uh, we're talking about, and let's wrap up uh, Logan's run. Yes, I think it's a couple of things you talked about how they look. Logan uh, Michael York supposed to be thirty or twenty six at the time. He looks like he has Botox before Botox. He uh, looks. I love Michael York. That's a guy that's never aged. He sort of came out of the womb fully Michael York, but. Um, yeah, I mean, he looks like he's probably like 35 in the movie, but he's supposed to be playing 26. He looks like, but his face is so tight. It looks like he's, Michael York is wearing a Michael York mask. Yeah, and what's funny is he looks exactly the same in the Austin Powers films, you know, as Austin <laughs> Powers' does. boss. He looks exactly the same. He plays a, was it Nigel Exposition? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just... So you, the younger, younger listeners, or not so younger. So you watch uh, Logan's run in relation to the 70s, you, you forgive a lot. A lot of the special effects, uh, including they meet a robot named Box. They, Box. They, so, Box. Um, <laughs> well, Michael York and uh, Jenny Auguter is the actress. The love interest. They're on the run now, and they're trying to get to Sanctuary. Right. And they go through all different worlds, which is uh, they had a TV show based on it where they would travel different worlds. So they're in a world of Ice World and comes out 
the the cheapest special effects. It's uh, almost like they put a, uh, a garbage can on a guy, cut whole armholes. I mean, and almost like he looks, exactly he looks like a like, vacuum cleaner. He looks like he's, he's basically he's like a Roomba arms. with a head. He's like a <laughs> Roomba the, with arms and a head. And then he so he, he roll he wheels out and then starts and and basically um, uh, they're naked because they've just come through the water. So now they, they come through the water and they put on this fur and they're just sitting there and the music kind of changes the tone. It's so bizarre. And, and he comes out and starts, oh, look at this. Look at my birds are singing and whatnot. And then, and then he, his, his whole job is to freeze them because this is how, this is how food actually comes to the... He's, he's one of the robots that takes care of the food that comes into the city. But, but suddenly he's, he's now freezing them. I mean, what was his whole story? I don't know. Maybe Makes he's no feeding sense. them. Yeah, maybe he's feeding them food. He looks like... A cheap Tin Man from a, a local production of Wizard of Oz. Yeah, it doesn't. It, it doesn't look so bad, but I mean, it does look. It the design of it. The design of it is kind of cheesy because he's rolling. He definitely looks like a vacuum cleaner. He, he sounds like an old Jewish comedian. Yeah. It's like a Borschtel comedian in a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. All right, yeah. ready? I'm going to freeze you. Yeah. I'm going to put you in a frozen and a popsicle <laughs> and a thing. Uh, uh, but Logan is the only runner that's come through that has a gun. So because he has a gun he is able to defeat Box and actually exit the city. He's the only person that's a- been able to actually exit the city and go to the outside world. Oh, so that's why all the other runners end up there with they end up the there, robot named Box. And they end up frozen, them. and there's like this whole hall corridor of, of naked, fro- naked frozen bodies. There's, there's so much nudity in Logan's yeah. run. Just for the full... And, and the, the fact that it's sort of like, eh, it's this fanciful kid sci-fi movie. There's a ton of nudity and sex in this movie that is just unbelievable. There's a, there's a scene actually even like after... After Logan, like, uh, you know, sort of finds Jessica on whatever their internet is or, or whatever, dials her in, this transporter, um, his buddy, his roommate, Francis Seven, who's also a Sam, and comes with two chicks, two hot chicks, and they're going to have an orgy, and he throws up some ball that's got this horny gas that comes down. I mean, it's just, you just sort of accept it, and the way it's played, it's played so straight. Yeah, this it's is not, the way it's done. It's not played salaciously. It's played like, this is how we interact socially. Yeah. And so, so I, I think that it's such a subtle thing. And to me, it's also the thing that when you, when you see like a, a, a new director, like you'll see it like a, a film festival or whatnot, like I have the opportunity to see, you'll see the ones that really pull it off are the ones that create a world that you just believe. You don't have to have good special effects to make something that's effective. Maybe this is against this whole Proudly Resents. How dare you? Yes. What? I, I'm against the premise for your show because no, you've been something that was cheesy, hours. but I, you know, but I still love it. That's why it was hard watching this film because I was like nitpicking, looking for things to talk about because there's so even the bad stuff is you just it's fun. You don't yeah, care. exactly, but it's like, but it is bad. I mean, I, I guess my 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 sort of looking back at it is it's just how it doesn't hold up to today and that people think that they really have to remake it and I know that there's been like there is three times a a remake yeah they keep trying to remake it trying to remake it I have a laser disc of Logan's run where on the back of it William F. Nolan has this essay about and they're going to make it again Brian Singer's actually been working on it for years right but he keeps Um, stopping to make other movies yeah remake other movies which I think that Logan's run would be that that would be the thing to do you could make it so cool it's so different than the book too that you can take stuff from the book if you stick more to the book the book is really hardcore so the, I, I wrote a note box the robot that we're saying the the old jewish guy in a vacuum cleaner he checks out the woman's ass at some point he does yeah he just kind of goes well it's like, well it's unbelievable to me that there was i mean they stripped down i mean i don't know if they had that sort of like i just don't think they cared i think they just took their clothes off and that's just the easier easier way of shooting it they put that sort of like a thing like right in front of your genitals when they shoot nude Things right. with actors, isn't it like something? A, a cock sock. A little, is it a cock sock or a little thing like yeah. uh, a yeah. sack sack? 
Yeah, something, something. They put something just sort of uh, just to make you not feel so self-conscious. Right. But, um, yeah, yeah, she's just, uh, she seems it unabashed. Funny, it was a funny thing. They swim, they come up, and he goes, we have to take our clothes off. Yes. She goes, okay. Let's take our clothes <laughs> off before they freeze on us. Uh, I mean, that's like, that to me, try that line out on a chick. Just walk up to a bar, let's take our clothes off before they freeze on us. Ow. <laughs> <It's a good> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it, just, uh, I just, I love just the lines that are just so ridiculous, but no one, and you know, well, now, are they quoting movies of- is popular among movie geeks. No one quotes Logan's run except for me. <laughs> That'd be a good one. I, I, I am literally an outcast among misfits. I, I find myself <laughs> constantly. You, you can't be accepted by your own. Company. No, no, no. The, um, when they get out and they go into the real world, are they in Griffith Park? I think that, yeah, I think they are in Griffith Park, but it's like, didn't they shoot part of it in Washington, D.C.? And like, or at least, or is that maybe a matte painting? But A lot of but, matte painting in this movie, which is, explain what that is. Yeah, but it, cool well, yeah, the matte painting anymore. is, this was before digital effects, but it's, it's effectively the it same thing. Really it's like a digital, it's like, you know, today, it'd be like, here's this digital city, here's a cityscape, and it's digital. And back in the day, they actually had to do paintings. They had to do physical paintings on glass that they would then marry the scene where the people would be looking out at this, this you know, this amazing skyline. vista, the skyline, and it was a physical painting made to match the shot. It would sort of take up most of the screen, and they did it a lot in the original Star Wars and Superman. And matte, a matte painting effect was a commonly used. Now it's just like, ah, just put a city there. Well, they did that. Um, they go to the Library of Congress, and there's a uh, balcony, and up in the balcony, the bad guy finds yeah. them, and that's a matte painting. And there's sun coming in from the hole in the roof. But the sun doesn't move at all. And when the guy yeah, walks in yeah, front of the yeah. sun, there's no, you know, there's no shadow or anything. It's, it's an effective shot. I mean, that's also like, I, I, just, I think sci-fi from the 70s, the sort of 70s sci-fi was at its height along with a lot of film because every film had some sort of subtext, whether it was Planet of the Apes or Logan's Run talking about how, you know, if we continue to mess up this planet, we're going to live in domed cities. The problem is we're not saying anything new. I mean, Avatar is like, you should recycle and we should take care of our planet. Like, how many movies do we need to say all this before we actually do it? But Avatar is also the waste of so much material making it. I mean... Well, it's, like, it's weird because I, like, I... It's, I I tweeted recently that you know those you know those like cheesy sci-fi movies from the 70s and 80s where the, it shows the world going to total shit that's now because when you if you turn on the news and you see all, everything that's happening whether it be what's happening in robotics what's happening with TV programming I feel like we're living in the age of RoboCop it's just there isn't an Ed 209 you know, I mean, um, it, it's 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 um, it's just in terms of culturally speaking, and just how we see the world and how violent and and um, how nothing is sacred anymore. Thank you, internet. Um, that's you know, we live we live we're living the future sci-fi movie from the '80s. We're we're in it now. Well, let's wrap up. Logan's Run definitely. I'm saying you're recommending this film. I, I'm recommending it as, uh, but but look at it. For its themes, look at it for its nudity. Is there a moral to this movie? Usually we ask about morals. Date chicks that don't have a flashing red crystal in their hand. And apparently in the future, they don't have bras. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's weird, yes. Bras or underwear. They're just wearing, you know, these tunics. Well, great, Chris, thank you so much. Your Twitter is that Chris Gore. Yes. And um, is there a website? ChrisGore.com. Great, and we can watch you on Attack of the Show every Tuesday. Every Tuesday uh, for my segment, DVD Tuesday, and I pop up too. They, they send me traveling, and, and I get to talk to, I talk to all the stars of the movies sometimes. Big times. Do you sometimes. the red carpets? 
Uh, no, I hate. Well, I've done them. I despise red carpets with a passion. Yes, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. No, I, I can't. It could be more vapid. Yes, it's it's the worst. Um, and uh, so if you do try to ask a real question on the red carpet, you're an idiot. Yes, you're, it's like if you were walking into Olive Garden and I popped out and I go. Hey, what do you think about your father's colonoscopy? You're like, is this really the time to talk about that? Yes, you yeah. Know? So, yeah, not not a, not a fan of that. But uh, I, I, you know, I, I have to give G4 credit. They let me get away with quite a bit. Great. So check them out. And uh, it's Proudly Resents, ProudlyResents.com. Twitter is at ProudlyResents. There's a pattern here. Adam, thanks Go for having Go to me. iTunes, say something nice about the show. That's uh, how we move up in the rankings. And uh, that's it. Thanks. Thanks, man. It's been fun. Adam, that, that, we're, we're out of time for this interview.